Welcome back to the family table. I'm Elizabeth. And I'm Noah. And the coffee pot is on. And she did that whole intro with her eyes closed so she didn't laugh at me. Or she's holding in a sneeze one of the two. <laughs> they don't laugh at you. Have you missed us? It's been a while. It's been a while. Sorry. I'm sure all five of you missed us. Yeah. No, it's crazy how fast that amount of time went, too. Uh, we started off with spring break. And like, we, oh. No, week before spring break, we were like, we just need to survive to spring break. Yeah. And, and then we're like, oh, we're not going to take spring. We're going to take spring break off. We'll come back refreshed and yeah. rejuvenated. And then the next week was my birthday, and we're in the middle of it. <laughs> you take and a week to celebrate so, your birthday? Uh, what? <laughs> well, the parades, I think they're done now. I think they're done. And I know we had stomach uh, bug issue. And oh, yeah, we're building a house and trying to sell a house. And uh, all. all it took. Was a passive aggressive text? No, it was encouraging. I know. I'm just I took it super. We got an encouraging text from one of our our biggest fans, and she said, "I've missed you. Where is the podcast? I'm listening to reruns. I'm having to listen to reruns. So we. It's what we needed. We needed that rejuvenation, and that sort of ties right in to what we want to talk about tonight. But we'll get to that. And knows me a Blake stare because he's already forgotten what, have. what our agenda is. Listen, it's okay. Let's just um, Noah. I'd like to start. Hey, with, hi. I'd like to start with you first. And can you please give us a farmhouse update? And one day we won't have to do farmhouse updates. We've only got a few of these left, really. To be honest <laughs> with you. I don't know. It's a bold faced <laughs> lie. Bold faced lie. But I can tell you where we're We've at. We've been ready. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. <laughs> like, I'll call a check on him, and he's like, oh, it's been a really successful work night. I'll just say, move in ready. So it's just a, another running joke of our million. Go ahead. Farmhouse well, update. Farmhouse update. Since we last met our heroes, um,. <laughs> I don't know what the last update was, but the house is insulated. Before spring break. Yeah, I don't know what we had done then, though. I've, I'm just saying. Oh. The, whole, the whole first floor is insulated. Wiring is done with one exception up to the second floor. We are putting a sub-panel upstairs. That's uh, like a smaller panel. And so it takes a heavy gauge like set of wires that you have to buy off of the reel of uh, like Lowe's. And we've been having a hard time getting that wire to come in. They back order, blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> and so once we get that wire ran upstairs, then we'll be totally done with wiring. And the reason we're doing a sub-panel upstairs is that way everything that goes upstairs can just be done to that panel. So we don't have to keep you know, running wires down to this panel and it can all be buttoned up. And uh, you're just giving this look like nobody cares. But what this means. <clears throat> Uh, so the wiring is almost totally wrapped up, the insulation is totally wrapped up, and we have uh, started carrying, or, I'm sorry, hanging drywall. I don't know if we talked about the drywall at all yet, but... No, you wrote about it in your um, post, your like your blog post, but you've not said it. So we ordered 100 sheets of 12-foot drywall to be delivered to the farmhouse. And it was like a $20 delivery fee, but that's to have a fork truck drop it off and set mm -hmm. it on the ground. And first of all, we're trying to be extremely frugal oh my gosh. and use spend our money wisely because this is a very huge expense. Like 
even being frugal about it, it's just been a really big financial stretch for us. And, um, so we are like, even like when it was like $20 delivery fee, we're like, okay, yeah, it's worth the time we drive over there and take our time. So, but we do like every additional cost. It's a big, it's a conversation. Yeah. And that would get it delivered to the front driveway. And then somebody told me, you know, for $2 a sheet, they'll carry that inside the house. And I was like, ah, oh, no, I'm big and strong. I can carry it. Because well, you're like, this 200 bucks. Absolutely. Then I got to doing some math on it. And there's 75 pounds a sheet times 100. And at first I said, well, that's only 750 pounds. I can have that done in the afternoon. No, idiot. That's 7,500 pounds of drywall that needed carried in. Long, awkward sheets, and uh, we decided to pay the t- extra two hundred dollars and let some other poor schmucks carry it inside. And they were poor oh, I felt schmucks. so bad for them. Two young well, guys, at least. Okay, so I had met these delivery guys before because they delivered our appliances um, whenever that was, and I felt so awful for them because they brought our appliances and it had been raining like all day. But it like let up, and I was like, "Oh, good! Like they're going to be fine." And we had like laid plywood out because it was muddy, and those poor fellas—they no longer got the refrigerator like strapped on, and it just like let loose, like not even just rain, like downpour. And I just like felt so bad. Like their poor paperwork was like ripped up and like was like dissolving. And it was the same guys. I was like, I did. I saw them, and I even said, "Oh, I am so sorry." And they're like, "Yeah, yeah." Well, uh, stay in school, kids. Uh, <laughs> uh, I felt so bad for these poor schmucks. They were wearing all think, black. I don't think too. they knew they were doing it. It today. was so. It was so hot that day. Yeah. And uh, it was the best $200 I've spent. Oh, yeah. Because um, it was... Absolutely. So much work. that they, I mean, It took them a long, long time. Anyway, so the drywall's in. 100 sheets. And uh, every evening after school, my dad and I have been going up there and starting to hang in drywall. We've got the ceiling done in the homeschool room, the master bedroom. Mm-hmm. We have the first... Uh, at the bottom, so it takes two, drywall takes two sheets, uh, the bottom and the top, they're four foot wide, so you have eight foot ceilings. The first band, which is the one you got to cut out all the outlets and data points and all that stuff, we've got that done in the master bedroom, homeschool room, and I did the master bathroom tonight, and so by the end of, hopefully this week, we will have, you know, 40% or 45%, right. 50% of the house done with drywall. And my dad's been going, my dad retired recently, yay. And he's been there like every day doing electrical and just whatever jobs you need him to do. Yeah. And like I finally said to him, was it last week? I was like, you know, you are retired now. You you don't have to like work every day. But yeah. So yay for dads. Yeah. And our moms have been so oh, great yeah, to cool. like. Just help do whatever. We always have jobs that need done. When they show up, it's. I know they think I'm a slob for the way that I clean, the way I work. But I just, you know, my time is better spent building something than cleaning up after what I'm building. And so I just kind of like 
Oh, they, pro- they probably we they, all secretly judge you. They, I'm sure they, I'm sure they do. Uh, curse my name and we have our own side group text. Yeah, good. Well, it's titled. Well, that's what my narcissism doesn't matter if you're talking good about me or bad about <laughs> me. It's just some like people talk about me. Right, so. right. No, so it's a, it's I appreciate everybody's help, but we're hanging drywall. I gotta be honest. If we were done hanging and have the drywall finished by the end of April, I think that would be a huge win. Uh, what? What's that look for? I'm just like April is like it's already halfway through April. Yeah, I know. It's flying. Like I think maybe by the end of the week, in the middle of next week, if we just keep going with this clip, we could have it all hung. But then it's the part of finishing it where, mudding and filling and taping and sanding and all that stuff yeah but all that takes like time and so like once i get it all mudded it's got a dry day or two and then it's got to sand it and remud it and so uh i think by the end of by the first of may if we had the drywall done that'd be super huge and i mean at that point in time we're talking about well simultaneously we're going to move the cabinets Mm -hmm. to the garage elizabeth's going to paint the cabinets yeah. A shade of white. Yeah. I can't just say white because I correct it every single time. Well, well it's not going to be white. It's going to be... As long as you know your place. Periwinkle eggshell. I don't know what it is. I'm just taking our tile into the paint store and saying, help, this. Help me. <laughs> this is yeah. what I want. But we decided to paint them white because we're big Joanna Gaines fans. And <laughs> we just... Chip, no. lap, 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 lap. Chip, <laughs> No, uh, I think they will look better white than if trying to consistently to, right. tie that wood into other things. Yes, and if we're going to paint them, this is the this is the time. This is the time. This is the time. So Elizabeth's going to take on that challenge. We're going right. to we're cleaning the garage out, which was its own challenge, uh, and we are getting ready to. She's got some good friends who are going to talk her through the process and show her how to do it. Right. And. Uh, We'll be posting a lot of that uh, pictures and whatnot on our Facebook account. If you didn't read the article, we're not going to be able to post any videos or write any long-form articles between now and the time that we move in. We are about 45 days away, and the time is crunching. And oh, by the way, I work full-time, and you work part-time. And oh yeah, we have kids and uh, animals that for 4-H, I need attention. and We're just stretched pretty thin right now, so we're not going to be able to do any videos unless they're live or articles um, because the house needs our attention. Right. That's actually one of the reasons why we kind of forgot to pick up the podcast again, but we missed it. Oh, we yeah. kind of, like, it's just we like did. we got too exhausted every night, and it's like, uh, maybe tomorrow. Yeah. So. But the house is great. Right, and because we're also... Cause while we're working on our future house, we need to wrap up our house here mm-hmm. and um, start the process of selling it. Mm-hmm. So this last week, my my um, attention and focus was preparing the house to be shown, mm-hmm. like to start to start start showing people who might want to purchase it. Um, and that was a job. I I think if I'm being honest with myself. Housework is not always my gift, um, so... What? <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's not my gift. Um, I love hosting. I can pull it together for a party. 
but we do like I'm just it's not mountaintop valley <laughs> mountaintop valley with with house cleaning. I'm not easy to live with as far as the cleanliness goes. Uh, things just sit into piles. I just kind of make a pile of clothes and right. stuff along the way. And I have five of me that replicate me. They do. And they like to destroy. And so what we do is once or twice a month we have we host or have a party. And so, like, we get it all pulled together and then it kind of goes to crap. And then we get it all together and it kind of goes. It's not my strength. My brain works elsewhere, I think. Yeah, and I don't, I don't enjoy living life where I'm always hounding about cleanliness mm. and cleaning and... It's You're a balance. Responsible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a balance. So, yeah. It's that's an future. acknowledged that's, fault that we have. That's a future Elizabeth's problem. Yeah. Sorry for my future daughter-in-laws <laughs> and son-in-law. Son but, uh, but we gave, we gave a lot of other the, qualities. But they'll be fun and creative. Yeah. <laughs> You'll laugh a lot. <laughs> You'll laugh a lot. Yeah. Keep, keeping the car clean, though. Just, eh, just don't so open much. the closet door. Not so much. All right. Don't anyway. die. Oh. Anyway. Uh what was it uh, we wanted to talk talk about tonight? Oh, I think in, we were talking, um, Noah and I have been talking, I think another reason we've sort of haven't podcast is you and I both simultaneously were having these um, thoughts that we didn't even like share with each other for a little bit, and then we started talking about it last week, of, and I don't know, I'm sure people have felt this, is a bit of imposter syndrome. I think we both have been like, what the heck are we doing? Or, like, who are we to offer advice? Or who are we to be in this role or um, share knowledge? And I had been feeling it. It was really heavy. And, and Noah then was like, hey. He called me even at work. And he like, so, have you ever felt this? And I was like, oh, my goodness, yes. I'm so glad, like, we can talk about it. Because I thought it was just me. Yeah. Um, go ahead. Imposter syndrome is the word we're talking about. Imposter. Just a definition is, I feel like I'm wearing a mask and that nobody should trust me with the content that I'm speaking right. out my mouth. Apply that to whatever field that you're in. I feel this way about being a high school teacher. I feel, and it took, well, I feel a lot better now, but it took me five, six years of, like, showing up every day mm -hmm. and, like, uh... I, I would get to work and I'd be talking to these students and the whole time I'm thinking, you're not classically trained for this. You you might have a license, but uh, you're just, they're going to find you out is the big thing behind it. Is, mm -hmm. They're going to find you out and they're going to throw you out of here. Um, even if you went to school for a subject and it's like your first bit of being like the look-to professional or whatever right. for it, uh, you just don't find yourself to be... Like, you don't think in your mind mentally that you are what you say you are. So, like, mm -hmm. I'm not out here trying to be, like, Joel Salatin or other homesteading guru type of people that, Pete. you know. Pete. is I was coming to my mind if you yeah. watch uh, Just a Few Acres, Pete. I, I'm not any of those. I may talk about some of the subjects that they do, but just the fact that we talked, used the word homestead, it kind of, like, we feel this imposter of, like... We well, don't want to take away from other people. We're not, are... we're not eating our own raw milk and butter and Yet. eating, you know, growing our own wheat and all this stuff. We have 4-H goats and chickens and... Turkey lurkies. Know, uh, turkey lurkies, and we have a... We homeschool. 
we're not, we can't be looked upon as experts in this, you know, right. but we are doing it. We are learning we're about adding, this adding, and I feel like we just keep adding more to, to our life that makes right. this more of this, but it is, we both were sort of like feeling this. And so we talked about it a lot last week and then, um, we, I, I know I've been praying a lot about it. Like, am I doing the right thing? Are we doing these things? And I <clears throat> have really felt some confirmation and just a few little, like yeah. little things. Um, so I think that's a big reason why we've been yeah. slightly absent. Cause it was like, who you, are we? You mentally get into a vicious cycle of, yeah. uh, and, and self doubt, self doubt. Yes. Um, that's mine. I can't speak for you. That's mine. Self-doubt is kind of... That, that, that implies that the doubt is coming with from within myself, and it's me telling it myself. There's also, like, a spiritual component to it mm-hmm. of, like, uh, you know, take that as you will. We kind of, right. you know, we believe that there is an enemy out there against us, mm-hmm. trying to trip us up to... You know, Seek and, seek and destroy us in some capacity or others. And so doubt is more than just me like, oh, I don't know if I can do this. It's kind of a, a targeted attack on things that will try to get me to stop it for whatever reason. And sometimes it just takes the little seed of doubt. There's a classic um, bit of literature called The Screwtape Letters, mm. which is by good old uh, C.S. Lewis. And it's about a an old demon talking to a brand new demon. And it's kind of like advice on how to like trick people. Mm-hmm. And the young demon's like, "Oh, we gotta go like set the world on fire and <laughs> you know burn this guy's car right. to the ground." And the old de- the old demon is like, "Actually, if you just slip, twist the truth a smidge, or make them give in to their tiny temptations of sloth and being lazy or." give it a pinch of self-doubt, they'll burn themselves out. It's, it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a tool against getting things done. And I, I, I felt that a lot more than just, like, just self, just doubt, but, like, felt like trying to be stopped. And sometimes, out you know, whether it's getting tired or um, the, the microphones, I kept forgetting them up at the farm. We did our live tour, and I had them up at the farm, and so every time I'd think the last week to, to do a podcast... They weren't here, and all these little things were tripping me up. Um, The imposter syndrome is something, it's really hard to overcome. And I think just talking out loud and being clear with your communication, we're not trying to be experts in this field. I think think if we had tried to brand ourselves as like, come and follow us, we know exactly what the heck we're doing. We would be really deep and, and messed over right now. But we're just trying to be open and honest about what's going on mm-hmm. and what we're trying to do. Right. And I think that's a much healthier view of this whole thing. I agree. So um, have you felt any confirmation at all that things are, that we aren't? I have felt, I've had several people tell me they missed us. I Yeah. And that was like life-changing. It was. Okay? Like, uh, a couple people watched our home, um, the live March mm-hmm. Farm Tour we did on Facebook Live, and they told me about it. They're like, oh my gosh, you did, you got, your house is looking so great. People that, like, 
I know, and I, I but care you didn't for them. realize they were watching. I right, guess right. yes, yes, and not necessarily in people I've ever had conversations with this about. This. Some people from church I didn't know about, mm-hmm. and um, you know, people that I know in one capacity is like, oh, you know what? I had a guy this week tell me, I really appreciate that you are including your kids and. Uh, your construction stuff. I know it slows you down, but it's going to teach them a lot of good lessons. Mm-hmm. And just like little bits of confirmation. Right. Because le- even the little uh, text message, um, I was just joshing earlier from uh, Rochelle, but um, it was good confirmation of like, hey, we're actually providing some value out there. You had a lady. Oh, yes. I, so do me share my confirmation? Please, yeah. Was, okay. So I've had a couple. Uh, one was we had some people, we had our first, we sell eggs, you know that. We sell eggs for, for eating. The government doesn't know that. Oh, Please right. don't sell No, we do. Out. We can sell them without, yes. But we actually had somebody who wants to get into chickens and they'd like to hatch their own eggs. They contacted us and purchased um, fertilized eggs from us to start their own flock. And that was just like, oh my goodness, that's so exciting. And so that was really a confirmation for me. And then um, when I worked at the college, I had a student, um, I had a student, she was really great, and she's now a teacher in Terre Haute, and she does a whole chick, chicken unit with her kindergarten classroom. And she asked if she could use our eggs in her classroom um, to hatch. And so that was just, again, just a really exciting confirmation of what's happening for us and then um i somebody i've recently met and we've crossed the reason we've met is through our children she sought sought me out the other day and said hey we uh, just bought chicks and you know you can look up articles all over the internet and it can be very overwhelming i remember feeling that when we got chickens like it's just very overwhelming because information could be conflicting or you're just like i can't do this like that's mm-hmm. just too much or too expensive and she said i found your guys's article and first of all i didn't realize you even had this or, mm-hmm. or did this and your article was exactly what i needed to hear that it was that was a, i could do and that we are we are doing and um that i can be successful in this and that was just really like oh okay yeah. good like we didn't want to be over the top experts but just where we're relatable, and you can yeah. take Our little it. chicken primers. Yes, yes. The, chi- yeah, the chicken primers. Yeah. So those were some really um, verbal affirmations that we've had recently. And those are, I mean, all this stuff is us kind of putting ourselves out there. Mm-hmm. And we're just, we, we're trying. And we don't know what our expectations are as, if, as far as, like, what it'll, it will mm-hmm. reap. Right. Um, but this is... Uh, feels really good to have it this does. kind of feedback. Absolutely. Well, and, never, I've never had any feedback of negative. Oh. Have you? We've had one. Um, who? Give me names. Well, I hope she hears this. Our little friend, Emma. <laughs> huh? <laughs> I want to say her last name. Well, oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. We do have a critic out there. And we mean this in all, like, joking, cheek, yes. because she is someone that I love very dearly. Yes. Like, she's one of, I have, a, I, could, I have a lot of favorite children in my life. Like, first <laughs> of all, I have five favorite children. But then we have 
several very close friends who have, and their children are, I, I like would claim them as my own because I love them this much. One of our friends who is a, is a, is a, um, committed like follower. She is what probably my second oldest egg, egg person. And she is, um, is my, my dearest friend, Jessica. She, I always tell her, you are my, you're my hype girl for eggs. Cause she's always sending me like pictures of what she's made with our eggs or pictures of her kids using the eggs. And it just always makes my day. Um, she was listening to our podcast some way before her kids got up and her kids came downstairs. And one of her daughters was like, what, what is, is this? this? This is so boring. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, we have a critic. <laughs> Cut like a thousand knives, but uh, anyway. <laughs> so we're teasing because yes. I'm sure we are boring to young children. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe, maybe on this platform. <laughs> we are. But no, in this platform because I know kids love us. Kids love life. us. Okay, but then we had um, another nice. I would say. This is more of a spiritual confirmation and affirm confirmation and affirmation. Um, on Friday, we were doing our last little push to get the house show ready to be showing, and Noah was taking um, some stuff over that was ready to be stored at the farm. And he took the most beautiful picture, and it really like it was a selfie. <laughs> Stop it! I can't. No, it was not a selfie. Good Lord. He it was, um, it wasn't even raining. It was just so bizarre. Yeah. We was driving over there and there was a rainbow and the rainbow looked like it was ending on our farmland yeah. and, and the house. And, um, it was really just like very moving and touching. Um, it was. It was, it was a good, it was a nice little piece of peace. A, a sign of peace. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and if you want to know what's at the end of the rainbow, it's tires. It's the stack of 100 <laughs> tires that we have that's, out behind the that's, barn. That's the secret gold. So if you need, want some leprechaun gold, like that. gold. Yeah, no, I'm real happy with that picture. We drove I, that over, I and I, was like, I told my father, hey, stop, can you stop here? And we pulled alongside the road and got to take the picture, and it was really good. Yeah. Oh, I got something else. I've been crossing my fingers not to forget. That's I, a little trick. You, yes, that's a new uh, pneumatic device. Mnemonic device. No, um, that's not the right word. That's not the right word. Try again. Demonic. <laughs> what is it? I don't know. Mnemonic is the one word that come to mind. It's a trick. To okay? remember stuff. When you're talking to somebody and you've got a thought come in your mind that you want to hold on to, just cross your fingers. Cross. I cross my right. Depending on how many ideas I have, things that come in there. <laughs> Honest to God, sometimes I'll have like four sets of fingers crossed, remember. But like, if I have this thought, I cross my fingers, and then I'm like, why is my fingers crossed? And it will circulate and tie back to that thought. It works. And it really does work. I even use it if I'm walking to the room, and I can't, I don't want to forget what I came to the room for. Mm -hmm. So, it works. You're welcome. You're welcome. Go ahead. I had already uncrossed my fingers, and I don't remember what I was... No, I'm just kidding. I thought you were serious. I'm just kidding. Uh, I had a training over spring break. Uh, oh, yes. Me and uh, some friends of mine, CJ and Nick, went up to uh, Purdue University. And I am now a approved agent to test for... Uh, I can't remember. He's looking for a binder. Uh, <laughs> Typhoid and chickens. 
Is it typhoid for it's, real? It's, it, there's a P word in front of it. I was thinking it was Pullman typhoid, but typhoid is the second word. Uh, it is a hereditary genetic disease that's spread from hen to, ch- to chick through the egg that is typhoid. And uh, the bird won't live long. Um, it's, it was a very interesting half-day seminar. Uh, but here's the gist of it. They basically, I paid $75, what's the word? It is, uh, Pullerum typhoid. Um, you, this is the disease that you have to check for in order to go to any uh, bird um, show, mm-hmm. and really in the country, every state has their own whatever forms, but there's a, there's a national form as well, and I have oh. those. Oh. And so I'm on a registry now, a good registry. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Uh, for anyone who wants to take their birds to a show. And in Clay County, there was only one person. And now there's four. And now there's four, because we just, the, the, you know, the three of us that went are... The dads of chicken poultry dads, club. Yeah. And um, I didn't care about it whatsoever, but the other guys wanted to go, and I was like, okay, I'll go and get registered. And so it was really interesting. It's an interesting process. They gave me this cool scientific tool and it's like a, a needle poker, and it's got a ring on the other side, and you find the, you take the bird's wing, and you pluck a couple of feathers where there's a Ooh. blue vein, and you give them a jab to get them to bleed, and then you take the circle thing, and you gotta mix it on a piece of glass with some, the word is, oh, what's that stuff? Uh, I don't know what you're trying to say. Oh my gosh, there's a serum, it's like a, antigen or whatever is the word I'm looking for and uh, you mix it together and you look for cells that clump up and it lets you know if the bird has it. Now here's the thing the guy said like the last time they found this in Indiana was like 1984 or something ridiculous like that but they keep checking it because birds cross state lines and you never know know. and once it gets into a once it starts you know, once it starts and there's a there's a flock, then those flock goes and then like a pyramid scheme, it just it spreads rapidly. So I like to stay on top of it. But I learned a lot. What? They just have to tell their three chicken friends. <coughs> you and get those your three chicken. chicken friends. Yeah, that's right. Tell their three chicken friends. Yeah, but I learned a lot actually. Um, I learned that we have a state. Uh, poultry Association, and Ooh. I made some contacts. Maybe I might have them as a guest. Oh, wow. On the old podcast. <laughs> um, can you talk for a second? I've got a cough. <laughs> Great. <laughs> and we're back. Uh, but I also learned there is a national poultry improvement plan and it's been going on since the 1830s or something like that 1820s you still figured it out it's a process dear is there a committee (coughs) actually that's a good question is there a committee it's a combination it's a joint effort between this each state's board of health animal board of health the egg um, industry in the state and the uh, overall USDA. And every two years, 
they get together and they have a giant poultry conference where they put out essentially like a new set of bylaws and make changes. So there's a, an improvement plan, and every two years, they're like, I'd like to make an addendum on section 7, subparagraph 42, and put the comma after the A instead of the B. Like, it's a live, living document. Before this National Poultry Improvement Plan started, it was almost impossible to have commercial uh, egg and poultry production in the country because this typhoid, which is now totally almost eradicated was rampant and um there's you know six or seven other big things that they check for on the um commercial side of poultry that i'm not certified to test for uh and they made the improvement plan and they made things better and better to now where we have confidence in our american grown eggs what do they serve as food at the conference what do they serve as food? They didn't service anything, actually. No, it is every three-year, two-year conference. Oh, at the improvement. Is plant. it like bring <laughs> bring your best egg and chicken dish? You know, uh, I'll I'll get back to you on that. I'll I'll talk to the state director and that's, bring that up. That's sort of what I want to get behind. Yeah, I just thought it was pretty interesting. Uh, it's an interesting little uh, subsect that I n never really thought much about. But right. we actually have a state poultry association that helps keep birds alive and further, you know. Huh. Uh, that was two things that were funny. The first thing was the vet that was that a vet come and talk to you about this disease. And the first thing the vet said to this group of 4-H exhibitionists and bird showers is, if I had my way, we wouldn't have any bird shows. And everybody was like, boo. <laughs> Go back to college. Go back to college, you heck. Um, <laughs> hillbilly. We prefer, uh, we prefer hillbilly. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, that's about the most interesting thing. There was not uh -oh. a second thing coming. It was a fun time. I had a great time with my friends. And now I'm on some sort of list where uh, if any kid in the county or really any county needs to have their birds checked, which Ooh. can be a lot of stinking birds, uh, up to the first 30 birds of a flock, if you have 30 or less, all of them have to be tested to go to a show. Beyond 30, it's 10% uh, of your flock with a minimum of 30 birds. So, it's a lot of wings. People, it's a lot of feathers and a lot of blood and antigen. So, antigen's the word you're looking for. Yeah, I've got it finally. So, I'm putting that on my resume as I'm a. And I'm also the 2020 Teacher of the Year in the state of Indiana because the state of Indiana was stupid enough to announce that every teacher in the state of Indiana is is received the Teacher of the Year award. So you better believe on my resume it says 2020 Educator of the Year from the state of Indiana. So huh. thanks for that little gift. Wow. Got a big week ahead of us. Do you? Yeah, we do. Every week's a big week. It's Shark Week. Mm. No, I'm just kidding. No, we've got we're, we're gonna be hanging a drywall oh, and just that. We're just teasing. God, just <laughs> that. Teasing. Just that. Yeah. I fell in a hole for this process. <laughs> uh, Monday, I was my allergies were really bad, when and I was Wednesday. whatever. My I was on Benadryl and and Dayquil trying to survive. And it's an upper to downer. Yeah, I was not doing well. 
I was up at the farm with my dad, met me up there, and he was, like, talking and jovial, and I wasn't saying anything, and he was like, you okay? You're fussy. I'm like, well, just don't feel great. And so we got to working, and nothing was going right, and there was a hole cut for an air return uh, in the bedroom, and I was kind of, like, half-stoned, and I stepped in it and fell, <laughs> and after I climbed out of that hole, I'm like, I just dropped my uh, tool belt and said, we're down here. <laughs> Go ahead, I'll... Okay. So hopefully things go a little smoother with this it process will. this it week. Will. We'd like to hit a you know a nice stride and get some of these rooms wrapped up. Because um, it really makes a guy feel well once you finish up a whole system. Like we put the last. Uh, well, we were pretty much done except your lights for the island today, mm -hmm. and those are all wrapped up. And so there was no more lights on the first floor to wire or anything like that. It's all done. Until I change the plans. Until you change. I'm just teasing. Until you change the plans. I'm pretty laid back yeah. with that stuff. Yeah. But so that's it. That's us. That's it. We're we back. We hope you missed us. <laughs> yes. Um, oh, you know what I was going to do and I forgot? Um, we went to, last time we did a, some get to know you like kind of little questions. Yeah. But we've talked about we're going to do one per episode and then post it with our episode and then we want you to answer it in the comments so do you have one ready no I oh i don't either i, I forgot, forgot to until this exact moment so our kids love would you rather questions so let's do would you rather okay um and i don't i like would you rather questions too but our children make them impossible like would you rather die by shark bite <laughs> or would you rather die by alligator bite and you're like well i don't want to die but either so i always say it has to be something to get to know me or to have a conversation not impossible. So, would you rather? Noah, would you rather have pie for dessert or would you rather have cake for dessert? That's all the information I'm given? Yes, and you can tell me in your answer what kind of pie or cake. I'll take pie. Okay. I'd prefer it to be an apple crumble because it's a perfect dessert, but it's also a perfect breakfast. Because <laughs> I drink milk while I eat pie. So that makes and the it... crumble makes it like a cereal. Okay. All and right. I told this story this week, but the NFL draft is coming up this next week or so. And one of the guys oh, who's buddy. like a... Yeah, I know you're thrilled. Um, one of the guys who's like a big wig in it in the draft, his name is Mel Kuyper Jr. He's from Maryland. Ooh. He eats pumpkin pie every day for breakfast. That's disgusting. So. I make pumpkin pie every year with pumpkins that we have grown. And mm -hmm. I have one little piece and I'm like, that's it. Tastes like the, tastes like dirt. So we're just going to do one getting to know you yeah, question? Yeah, because then we'll post it to it. So next week you can have it. Okay. Okay, so would you rather have pie or cake for dessert? Every day. Let's just... I don't, I don't know. Don't <laughs> That's your question. I thought just, it was for the next year. No, just in general. Oh, just in general. general. Oh, oh. oh well, that might change things, but I'll stick with pie. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, it, thanks for listening. We're, we're glad to be back. We're glad people missed anyway. us. Anyway. We hope you have a good week, and we'll talk to you soon. Stay classy. <laughs>